Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house. Our year-end member campaign is underway at St. Louis Public Radio. Your support makes podcasts like We Live Here, Cut and Paste, and The Gateway possible. Donate online at stlpublicradio.org or by calling 314-516-4000. From the St. Louis Public Radio newsroom, this is The Gateway. It's Thursday, December 10th. I'm Shayla Farzan, in for Wayne Pratt. Ahead, when a pandemic makes it impossible to continue holiday traditions safely, their absence leaves a big gap. That's why some St. Louis performers are finding ways to adapt Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol to fit the times. Performance, like The Christmas Carol, is so crucial to giving us a sense that things are are going to be okay. St. Louis Public Radio's Jeremy Goodwin explains how Dickens' story may provide more than just entertainment this year. First, the news. Coronavirus cases are increasing in the St. Louis region. The metro area has seen more than 1,900 new cases per day over the last week. That's up about 4 percent compared to last week, according to data gathered by The New York Times. The news of rising COVID-19 cases comes as the federal government prepares to distribute a vaccine. But some St. Louis area doctors worry that some African Americans may not take the vaccine because they don't trust the health care system. St. Louis Public Radio's Andrea Henderson reports. Many Black Americans are wary of the healthcare system because they don't receive equal treatment in hospitals and doctors' offices. Black people also suffer disproportionately from many diseases. But doctors say they hope Black people put aside that distrust and get the vaccine. Dr. Matifazda Hashwayo Davis is a clinical instructor at Washington University. She says Black people are at a high risk of dying from COVID-19 and need to know that the vaccine can protect them. It's important because we deserve to not only live, but to live lives that are full lives. Hashwayo Davis says the region's health officials should work with community organizations to make sure people in the Black community know about the vaccine. I'm Andrea Henderson, St. Louis Public Radio. Finally, a landmark housing discrimination lawsuit against a St. Louis retirement facility has reached a settlement. Mary Walsh and Beverly Nance applied to live at Friendship Village four years ago, but their housing application was denied. The couple has been married since 2009, but in their rejection, staff cited the facility's cohabitation policy, which defines marriage as, quote, between one man and one woman. Arlene Zaremka, one of the attorneys for the couple, says older people need to be able to access long-term care, regardless of sexual orientation. It's very important for senior LGBT people to be able to have equal access to those facilities and not to be discriminated against. Otherwise, they're facing a situation where they can't get the help that they need as they, as they age, and it's just blatant discrimination. The terms of the settlement remain confidential. A spokesperson for Hush Blackwell, the law firm representing Friendship Village, declined to comment. Staged versions of Charles Dickens' short novel, A Christmas Carol, are reliably popular every December. With theaters closed this year because of the coronavirus pandemic, some creative people in St. Louis are finding new ways to adapt Dickens' story to fit the times and keep the tradition intact. 
As St. Louis Public Radio's Jeremy Goodwin reports, new versions of A Christmas Carol provide some familiarity in a holiday season when so much is different. Attending a reading or a performance of Dickens' story is a trusty part of the holiday season for many people. But as Tom Ridgely of St. Louis Shakespeare Festival says, this year we simply can't safely do a lot of the things that usually define the holiday season. So many of the traditions, the shows, the gatherings, the celebrations that make this time of year special aren't going to be possible this year. So what can we do instead? The festival adapted A Christmas Carol into a new form this year. It partnered with Painted Black STL to create a series of window displays in the Central West End. They tell Dickens' story from the perspective of artists of color. In one display, a dinner table is set for essential workers, including a letter carrier and nurses. It's not the Christmas Carol that people are used to seeing, but it's still familiar. We wanted to have that sense of ritual, that this is something that, even though you might not be able to go and do it the way you normally would, at the Fox or wherever, you might go and see a Christmas Carol, that there would be a way to honor the tradition. It's perhaps that element of ritual that makes an annual reacquaintance with a Christmas Carol so important to so many people. Rebecca Messbarger is a Washington University professor, and she studied the history of artists creating new work in response to catastrophe. Performance, like the Christmas Carol, is so crucial to giving us a sense that things are, 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 are going to be okay. It's not just the actual story, but the yearly repetition, she says, that helps give something like a Christmas Carol in whatever form it takes, its power. Taking refuge in those rituals and repeating the same stories every year reconfirm normalcy. I think we need that. The lavish musical production of A Christmas Carol isn't quite an annual tradition at the Fox Theater, but it's been there 28 different years. And it's played for a combined audience of more than 250,000 people. Coronavirus restrictions mean the Fox can't present it this year. But it can offer newly designed tours of the theater, during which small groups of socially distanced attendees are greeted by characters from A Christmas Carol who deliver a loose version of the story. Artistic director Larry Teeter says that simply gathering with actors in that space to do something theatrical during the pandemic is very powerful. And I got a little emotional. I said, I'm standing on a stage right now when so many of my colleagues and I can't be in a theater. And I'm sorry, I just have to take a breath here because I'm a little overwhelmed. Dickens read A Christmas Carol out loud for audiences for many years. That's the spirit behind Metro Theater Company's pandemic-friendly adaptation to be streamed on the web. The theater got dozens of St. Louisans, including Cardinals first baseman Paul Goldschmidt and actress Ellie Kemper, to record videos of themselves reading parts of the story out loud. Here's Kemper reading some of the happy ending, when the miser Scrooge finally gets the Christmas spirit. And it was always said of him that he knew how to keep Christmas well, if any man alive possessed the knowledge. And so, as Tiny Tim observed, God bless us, everyone. Artistic director Julia Flood says she planned on only recruiting a few readers, but then everyone she asked said yes. It's one of those things where you go, is this even going to work? And then it starts to <laughs> starts to snowball, and then you go, okay, let's just roll with it, because clearly this is something that people need this year. Metro Theatre Company had never presented A Christmas Carol before, 
But Flood says this one, in fact, went so well, it may become the theater's new holiday tradition. I'm Jeremy Goodwin, St. Louis Public Radio. David Cazares edited that piece. The executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio is Shula Newman. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Shayla Farzan. And from the St. Louis Public Radio newsroom, this has been The Gateway. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association. Missouri produces wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details on the variety of products made in the state are at ChooseWood.com.